Welcome back to Art Rats Group Chat, episode two, co-hosted by Rose and Jure. I'm Rose. I'm the founder and producing artistic director of Art Rat Theater. And in this episode, we get kind of belligerent, but we also get kind of insightful about how we progress forward um, in terms of productivity, in terms of how to sustain ourselves when it comes to money, given capitalism, and how to thwart the white supremacy of it all. And I think this one's going to be a good one for you. It's full of insightful new ways of thinking about moving forward on our own terms. Enjoy. I actually do be snooping around the wealthy white people's situation, trying to be like, so what are you talking about? What are you obviously not talking about? And like, what are your secrets? Okay, noted. Secrets. What are the secrets? I be, honestly, I feel like my journey into like, learning about digital marketing over the past year because of such mm-hmm. that big boom um, mm-hmm. in that industry right now. Yeah. All roads have led me. I've gone through phases. So like I went through the, oh my God, like let me just soak in all this knowledge because I didn't know that you could use it this strategically mm-hmm. to like, okay, I need more people. I need more content. I want to learn more and I don't want to pay for it. So like where's all the free stuff chilling? And then like Clubhouse, and now you're like hearing the very people that I was like following their content, like talking to each other. And I'm like, okay, so here's the deal. All of these millionaires want to pretend like it's so effortless to make these millions through like technology. But the fact is, none of you are doing this alone. Every single one of you has a manager and has laborers. That is the only way you are able to make a million dollars. Mm-hmm. period no matter what kind of automated funnel no matter what kind of fucking engagement statistics so don't try to sell me your funnel for ten thousand dollars um yeah. you are all hustling and like that's like why you're on clubhouse because you're all right now like literally grinding your life and time to mm-hmm. like make this million like this million is so goddamn important thanks for letting me just take that a go yeah it's good it's good yeah there's no exploitation outside of reaching that kind of financial st- status especially multi-millionaire it's just like not- it's such a lie like it they, like they really- exploited someone someone in the process of all this got exploited Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and even if not exploited say that you run this tight ship of like three people team and everyone's making you know like six figures because you're making like millions of dollars you're all three of you working around the clock to manage that mm-hmm. so kind yeah. of if it's not exploitation it's kind of this abuse of the self yeah. of the time that we put ourselves through for the grind yeah is it it would you would that be self-exploitation Um, I would say yes I would say yes because I think that's kind of how I would describe it on myself Mm -hmm. you know if I were catch when I catch myself in times where I'm like wearing myself thin and then Mm -hmm. I have to be like for what for what for what and then yeah it's like two options appear it's like okay you're gonna you want that so badly that you're gonna put yourself through that or you're not and other things are going to happen. And you don't know for certain compared right. to this clear vision of this like goal that like you're really like wanting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, two roads, one less travel. <laughs> yes, yes. I think that also leads into like framing success and like framing purpose and then 
once you like decide what that is for yourself, if you've really decided, if you've really had that conversation about what your specific success looks like with all the conditions of the world, like then I feel like you can you can be better about calling into yourself like, okay, don't let's not exploit ourselves too much. Let's not, you know, push ourselves this way because this is not why we're doing what we're doing or why, why or even having the moment to ask yourself, why am I working so hard for this? What, you know, having that kind of uh, self-reflective time. I I think I will probably include this in the video, but I feel like my part of me i mean where are my manners i feel like we need to like say hi and like probably should yeah so i think i'm gonna leave this in the video part of it but i'll probably start the actual podcast right about <laughs> here right here we're we hello, are right here. hello hello Jare. Oh. hi rose how are you you know i'm doing good i'm very I I'm having a movement of like um what's the word extreme hydration because I haven't been drinking that much water and like started to do a little bit more today and now I'm just like gulping it down because my body's like so remember how we talked about giving me water every day thank you for the reminder I'm literally gonna pour myself a cup of water right here I'm gonna refill this but I'm pouring water and it's, I just find that wholesome. <laughs> yeah. It's good to have a little water breaks when you get to talking, talking, talking. And mm. so, you know what I started going down on YouTube? Which hole? Which hole? Big Brother compilations. Wow. Okay. I've never watched Big Brother. And actually, this is actually, we do, we can talk about this because it totally segues into what we were going to be talking about last week. We were talking about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, celebrity and proximity and all that. I feel like reality TV is a great bridge between the average person, big quotes, and celebrity and fame and and notoriety and being seen more. But yeah, I haven't watched Big Brother ever, but seeing how many people were on this season of the challenge from Big Brother. Exactly. It interests me because the thing about the challenge not to talk too much about the challenge, but in the framing of that show, when I think about me participating on that show, what I love most is the politics, is the like decide the logic and the the politics. Not so much the physical challenges. Yeah, not swimming in ice cold water, not my thing. Jumping from a helicopter, not my thing. But decide who to vote into the elimination round, having deliberations, having secrecy. It's very cute. Very cute. Yes, because I know, like, yes, like you don't know how scripted it is. You really never know. But at the end of the day, like, as I feel like, even as actors, we know that there's only so much that you can even really like immerse yourself into. Like, like you would need. It's the long takes for me. It's these reality TV shows when they have like longer takes of stuff, and it's not like cut, 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 like like keeping up with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. I feel like you really do get to hear a little bit more candid conversation, mm-hmm. and it'd be fascinating. It'd be a study. It'd be a sociological study on like how people are when you're like stressed out. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I think that's like that's so key in like the part of the entertainment. It's well, I mean, reality TV comes from the huge writer's strike, right? Of 
those people being exploited and being like, I'm not going to write. And so a bunch of production companies were like, well, let's just put regular people in front of the camera and see what they do. And some of that shit, you just can't write. You literally just can't write that shit. And that's what you found out, what we found out from the years and years and years we've had reality TV, just various situations. You can't write, you can produce, you can push people into, but like what actually happens and how it all looks and how it all goes down and, and all that stuff. That's, that's the magic of reality TV. When you, in, in, in listening to you about reality TV, it really like is so like kin to like social media and like digital oh, yeah. platforms versus like I, the, the, the cinema <laughs> the, the cinema. cinema and like network tv i guess and then yeah, podcast and, stuff. and then print yeah i think both of those have to do they align a lot when we're talking about something being very tangible because going back to the challenge it's a great example actually for this conversation but these people have been on there for like seasons like a whole decade of their like life decades y'all if you're listening and you don't listen to the challenge like some of these veterans there's not a cute five-year veteran in fact with your five years they might even still consider you a rookie these yeah. veterans have been on for like literally decades like Jure just said for literally decades and also just them pulling from different people from different reality tv shows that have also been on other reality like you know like it's just like you're running the reality tv show circuit and that's where you're known that's where you're in a way famous Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you know what i feel like the reality tv has to evolve with the times a little bit in the sense that like other more traditional like forms of network tv like don't have to um, because exactly. they could just decorate it and like fictionalize and just, you know, um, in Korean, it's like, um, like craft it. You really like craft yeah. something yeah. like completely different times But reality TV. You're using like quote unquote real people and it needs to like speak to the times in a much more direct way yeah. than through the kind of translation of fictional, as fictional, fictional, fiction, fiction, you know, like that yeah. story translation that happened. It's just like stripped down and you know what's so freaking fascinating about this season Mm. is the way that so many of the veterans that i know and i love that they've made it this far because they're they're like oh they're like closing down to the wire and like Mm -hmm. these vets like darrell like ct um these are like big dudes yo if you don't know and like they they're vets and Mm -hmm. they never make it really far unless they have like a strong alliance, but their social game has always defined their longevity in the game. And mm-hmm. these vets have paired with these rookies. And usually the rookies are like, you don't want to be paired with the rookie because the vets yeah. always come together. But, but, mm-hmm. but with this season, so many of the vets have only made it this far because the rookies have really played just such an immaculate social game. And like CT yeah. with Big T, Darrell is always... Dorel is worse than CT because people are even more scared of Dorel because he's mm-hmm. won all, almost all the challenges, the finals that he's ever run. Mm-hmm. No one ever lets him go far, but he got paired up with Amber B. Amber B is from Big Brother. Yeah. Social game. like Social, Well, that's the whole thing. It's like at this point, I'm like road rules. I mean, I just saw an article that they're bringing back like road rules and, and like doing a real world reunion thing. But that's to, for people who don't know, the challenge is a, is a TV show that came out of MTV road rules and the real world. They took mm-hmm. MTV road rules people and real world people and put them into the challenge. Shout out to uh, 
my bestie truly polite for explaining all of the challenge lore to me in a very, very um, fun way. When you have these, that, that immediately is a reaction of having people from various who have done the reality TV show circuit. They know how to be with other people on a reality TV show, especially if it's strategic based, especially if there's a goal in mind to get that. Um, And I do agree as far as like, when you have a show that's structured to basically just let people do what they they want in front of cam- in the cam- in front of the camera, you don't have so much um, restriction. You don't have that many people to o- okay it with, like as as um, TV does and like film. Mm-hmm. Does. Like, there's a lot of people that have to okay each detail. Right, um, that's where so- we get a lot of like interesting footage and memes yes. because like they're like they said that they showed that they filmed that they showed that. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I definitely agree as far as reality TV being able to be more flexible and like mm-hmm. with the times, because you don't have that, you, again, you don't have that many people having to okay it. Because it's just like, well, if this is what the kids are into, throw it out. Yes. It, won't, it won't take that much effort. It's not going to take and, that much You know, effort. kids, but we all know it's like full blown adults. It's full adults. Yeah, Very with the drama. Adults. But I yeah. feel like what it speaks so to the times that these vets are getting by because of the rookies, because I feel like we're in an age right now where truly all that was like uh, on the verge, the threat of cultural irrelevancy. Mm. 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 You know, in this microcosm of the reality TV world, like the threat of there being more numbers with these rookies. So they already have an alliance. So if you get in with them, then you won't get voted out. You know, you get, you won't get voted down um, and like lose your shot at like a million dollars, half a million dollars. And kind of zooming, scaling out of that, I feel very in my bones that like so much of all of the traditional stuff is just like scrambling to like catch up with the times, trying to figure out what are the times. But it's funny because there are folks and generations who are the times. Because like when we say children are the future, you know, like that's not just a children's book saga (laughs) poem, you know? It's Mm -hmm. like literally... Literally, I know you might not like it, but what your kid is doing is the culture, like, Mm -hmm. and you have no say in it. And I feel like that's a power that they would hate for us to tap into. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cultural (laughs) irrelevancy, cultural Mm -hmm. relevancy. Yeah, and I'll say it. It's it's making me think about. I think it's also like I'm thinking about like the business plan. Uh, uh, like for reality TV show stars because they want to, you know, they want to have a brand outside of like once the show is over, they want to have a brand in a way of like still getting that income of being known. And so it also made me think, makes me think like maybe that's that too is like a veteran's idea of like, you know, being paired with someone who is doing more of the social media influencer stuff. Mm. And pairing themselves. Well, I was their partner on the challenge, so of course I'm going to be in their posts. Of course, I'm I'm thinking about the ecosystem as well of reality TV and making that particular kind of money and and all that. And I wish we would step into that power. I I just wish that for everyone. And I know there's a wave of folks who really are, which is like how we're even here with yeah. um, just young people feeling empowered as fuck on these digital spaces to like create whatever. 
Yeah. Whatever layer, how many brain cells it took to make does not fucking matter. The fact is you wanted to make it and you could share it. And then like it hits the internet. I feel like TikTok is a lot of that. <laughs> like TikTok trailblazing. Is- the trailblazing of the, like we set the pulse of our culture, mm-hmm. not you. In fact, you are going to do your best to catch up with exactly. the pulse of this culture. And exactly. the culture is c- created by the crowds of communities that mm-hmm. are act- taking action. And then there's, of course, like influencers and stuff. And that's why you get this, such an interesting and lucrative bridge between like these historically white institutions trying to rein in their control on their market. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to market to the audiences to influence them through these like people that they look up to, people whose content you really like and stuff. It just sucks that that model is basically the mainstream way mm-hmm. to make money using this platform for what it's really good at. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like everything in damn near every industry, but if we just damn near entertainment industry. And that's, that's why exactly how it's always been. Exactly. And that is why I know that it is not gonna last. A lot a lot of how we've gotten information has been filtered through mm-hmm. very white institutionalized perceptions right and it takes someone a long time to be like oh like the Beatles did steal these songs from this black artist the Beatles Mm -hmm. like or like you know or like this or Elvis or like I'm thinking about like music right now like all of them Mm -hmm. but like this goes for damn near everything but yeah when you have something like I mean like and TikTok is very um what's the word and it has to do with social media too. But I mean, it is like, I, I, it's interesting because I don't always picture TikTok in my head. Like I don't frame it as like a social media platform. It's yeah, it's way different. It but is in its way. With like pairing TikTok and like Twitter and stuff, as far as distributing information, like the culture on there is very much like, don't don't forget to tag the original person. Oh, this person created this. So that, like, it's very clear. The existence of whiteness, it can't happen without a comparison, without a hierarchy. It can't, right. it doesn't, it can't define itself unless there's something to negate, to compare yes. and and be superior to. Like that's mm-hmm. just what it is. Like, and it's like, let's not be confused about <laughs> being a human. Whiteness is not a default of being like like a human. Like, and unlearning that, unlearning that as a Black person in America, it's just like, mm. for me, I will speak personally in my experience of, you know, understanding my Blackness in this country. Um, it was a lot of that. It's just being like, oh, you're, you are not the default. And that is crazy that I've been indoctrinated to think you're the default in like every area of my life, but especially so in entertainment. And what in my film and my music and my TV shows, you're the default. I'm already like thinking that way. Why am mm-hmm. I thinking that way? Because you're perpetuating this, this storytelling to me that you're the default. And then when I find out who's actually creating your story, your story that you're telling me that you're the default of, when I find out that's not you, and it's actually someone like me, like that's, it's insane. It's, it's fucked up and it's insane. 
that no, entire cycle of thinking that's being broken down the more and more we talk and share information the more we have moments like this the more we connect with each other and investigate together and learn together and are just honest just are brutally honest about yeah they this is not theirs this is somebody else's mm-hmm. it's like you realize how much of just american culture let's just shrink it a, a bit down it's american culture was is someone else's culture just filtered through whiteness it's just a lot to grapple with and understand <laughs> and like culture is created between people and so it's mm-hmm. like the more that that happens the more here's here's the thing is y'all spent your fucking damnness and you did the most disgusting most egregious human things because you believe that once you have crew the land once you crew the power that you can make yourself the default and everyone's gonna make you the blueprint mm-hmm. but as we see like there's only so much you can lie kind of and cheat when it comes to like things like culture mm-hmm. and social relations that like you might have forced yourself to be the default, but I will put all my chips on the fact that nobody and less are going to be looking at you for the blueprint. What kind of fucking arts org that is speaking at all to what we need to what the present times are mm-hmm. is like looking at these like historically white institutions being like, look at this blueprint. Hell no. So mm-hmm. you might be the default and you might have been, but this agenda, no, mm-hmm. it's not happening. And so I just see that chasm widening. And I guess that's where all my like confidence comes from too, that like doomsday, y'all are spelling out your own doomsday. And while we're out here, surviving and thriving because we're needing to like negotiate and like reckon with that and then also just fucking dismantle all this Mm -hmm. we are learning essential skills like how to organize how to communicate on a person-to-person basis how to accommodate you know Mm -hmm. differences of lifestyles and timings and like just be fucking cool that's fucking cool you know you not being able to accommodate other people that's not cool (laughs) so yeah in 50 years from now, Jure, when I see all of these, like, just dust, like, the, the electricity is scarce. Wi-Fi becomes just shitty and shittier for everybody. So, like, digital connections become hard. Paperwork is stacked up. People have left their jobs mm-hmm. at the government. You know what I mean? And it's just, like, it's just complete crumbling of these um, institutional funnels. Like, the gears just jammed. Like, Sleeping Beauty, where everyone's, like, gone to sleep, kind of. But, but also more like um apocalyptic like dust and smoke maybe because i don't imagine pretty flowers like going around everything but um my point is (laughs) with the crumble your white folks out here who because there's only like two tides turning when it comes to white folks you're either getting into the fucking mix of things motherfuckers understanding your place and what you can do with your power and what you cannot fucking do Mm -hmm. or all of your black indigenous people of color friends have left you because they were yeah. like, fuck you. You thought that black square was it? Bye. Yeah. So exodus of like white folks just like probably only being left with more and more homogenous communities. Yeah. And then it's like That's- 50 years from now, you're going to be wondering what is mutual aid? Well, these mutual aid networks are already like, developed. Already, already, developed. already, already functioning highly. Already functioning yeah I like that what you just said about homogenous groups like so much of the beauty 
of culture when you are exchanging it with respect and with reverence. The beauty is in the diversity. The beauty is in, (laughs) there's so much of it. There's so much of it, but like in whiteness, in white supremacy, the, I'm like the only option you found when you dis big quotes discovered for yourself. It was already existing, but discover for yourself. These cultures are existing and thriving. Your first thought is let me exploit and murder these people. Like that, like how did you even get, how did you go all the fuck way over there? Couldn't just enjoy it, couldn't just visit it. You couldn't support even when you have resources, you didn't wanna collaborate on anything you wanted to destroy and take. That is your initial response and then your continued response. So it's it's not sustainable. But. It's like, right? Like the reason why we're so gaslit by all of this, like all of us, and it, 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 and it I hate it because when we get gaslit, it just drains us of our energy sometimes. Mm-hmm. When abusive. Yes, but then, you know, is there a way to reframe this? Because now when I see the gaslighting, I'm like, it's not that I, oh no, it's not that I'm tripping, that this is like no. not going to last. Like you're literally not going to last. That's on like, y'all. <laughs> that is on y'all. And what is so fucking wild is the the self-reflection, the offense, the uh, the dis- miscombobulating of self with, with a, a white person who's constantly in their privilege, using their privilege, hurting others with their privilege. When you tell them that they're doing that, they hate being told that that's what they're doing. They don't hate doing it. They don't have a problem doing it every day in every action. But when you tell them that's what they're doing, then they're like, and they don't change. It's not even that they change that behavior. Or No, because it, then it becomes about, hold on, we need to talk about my feelings being hurt because you just told me what I was doing. Not at all about what I was doing. It's like, this is making me uncomfortable. It's like, that's crazy. I'm dying. <laughs> it's crazy we dying over here but you you're uncomfortable cool. because I just didn't intend for like and then like just wasn't my intention and like I'm sorry you took it that way but I just didn't intend I just didn't intend my intentions are just so like like so virgin but here's what happened here. though <laughs> but here's what actually happened and I if don't you know- were taking into account my humanity mm-hmm. this is what happened <laughs> and, and they're like and I don't know why she's so mad at me it makes me feel so bad yeah and I'm like no I'm just kidding I don't condone violence but like listen <laughs> in, my head, in my head my brain is trying to make up the like hole you left in it yeah but it's that it's that a uh, severance of when- those ties those ties to those black and indigenous and other people of color in their lives. I'm just like, where are you, where are you going to get, where are you going to (laughs) get anything? (laughs) Cause then, then if, when you don't have them in your life, then you have to be out here loudly stealing. You have to be out here loudly, clearly exploiting and stealing. Then it's not so, oh, well, I have this friend that's, you know, um, what's the word? Allowing me to do this. I don't have that. You don't have that pass, big quotes, pass really to do that in a social in a social setting. So it, it's just, it's just interesting. It's just interesting. Right. It's and like it's like... No one wants to be around that. No one wants to support that. And now that we yes. 
have a very clear understanding of the benefits of not mm-hmm. aligning ourselves in any way with mm, the benefits, the benefits, and that we're all supporting each other to do it. Like on that other side of things, like we're all doing our best and like technology and social media helps with this. So just connecting all of us, like we're doing right now, connecting all of us so that the, the burden and the fear that we've been taught that if we do do, if we do uh, distance ourselves from, uh, from whiteness, that something terrible is going to happen to us or like we won't be able to survive. But when we have this connection, when we have this community, when we find our community, then, then we're able to prevail. We're able to keep going. We're able to mm-hmm. push past. We're able to create, you know? So it's interesting. It's an interesting time to be alive. <laughs> I've got, if anyone asks me, I'm like, oh yeah, like how's the revolution for you today? I'm like, it's a fucking revolution, y'all. Like we're in the, like we're in it. Like I would hate for us to think that like it's coming. I'm like, no. it's been here. <laughs> like I think ever since this country this country uh ever since yeah. this turtle island was <laughs> trampled about mm-hmm. yeah i'm like dude we never stopped like it's always been war like they literally waged war oh, on this boy. land on its people and ever since then it's been war everywhere else mm-hmm. ever since then because there is not that was not the beginning of time as much as they would like to fucking have that amnesia i I know, like, if you're listening um, for anybody, like, it's the in-between, right, Jure? Like, it's after you, um, what's the word? Like, just tell them to go shove it, you know? And once you really exercise yourself, Mm -hmm. that's when it gets really, really, really shadowy. Because Mm -hmm. after unlearning, you need to create again or recreate. And, like, all I know is that, like, is worth it because well what's the whole reason you need someone like that it's so that the space can continue being like a generative space if not that space is not generative that space is where things go to die Mm -hmm. and what happens in a space where things go to die everything dies what (laughs) you know like what yes and they really think that they can nice their way to survival or something and i'm like are you wild you think you're about to just nice and polite your way to survival and like no it's like say it from your heart or like what why are you wasting our time yeah yeah I think that um talking about the in the in-between space because you know you and I are both creatives who are seeking to sustain ourselves with our art making (laughs) there's a certain subjecting of self to all of it that you can't help, but like, I, I feel like I'm, I guess I'm trying to figure out how to navigate these spaces and seek to be successful in these spaces while disrupting, <laughs> while disrupting them. And while, you know, working with people like you to create spaces where that just isn't upheld, but you can still create. So it's interesting. I wish money. That's it. That's the prompt. The thing. <laughs> exactly. And like what you just said is literally, I feel like the prompt that we have once you reach like this dangling space of young adulthood where like, and here's my thing. I am like, I'm not trying to make it with my art. I want to mm-hmm. do my art. My art keeps me alive, keeps me happy. Mm-hmm. If I don't like practice my art, 
I'm very depressed. I'm very miserable because, and this is my own shit and I promise I'm unpacking it y'all. But for me, (laughs) truly like my value and my, um, it's like so intertwined with like what I create and like how I express myself. You know, if I can't express myself, I feel very, 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 very walking dead. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's for my own like survival. And then when it's great, then I'm thriving, you know? So that's like, for me is like my art and stuff, my creative practice. So then when you talk about money, like that's the thing, I'm like, I just need to make money. So what can I do that I'm willing to like charge, um, exchange like my labor for like someone's money, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And that's right now for me, bringing me down this like freelancing route. Mm -hmm. and I just found that like I just I hate working in things I like Mm. plus things that like are not good for me with that it's 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 I'm just too bratty inside (laughs) you know like I just I'm like I know I can't I can't I can't like I'm gonna be miserable and I and my energy is gonna like get the like exude overflow out of me and like everyone's gonna be miserable you know I'm learning from these like white folks who like make a lot of money freelancing yes that they have the only what they have going for them is the fact that like they feel very entitled to it in a sense and I just feel like, damn, if my okay. sisters, brothers, <laughs> and their, you know, and, and non-binary, like, friends and in fam, like, if we, if there was a switch, Dre, if there was a magic switch, right, where I could turn it on and everyone just felt so good charging a lot of money for how much time, effort, energy, and care that they can put into something that they are passionate about, man, if we, I mean, I just feel like we might be able to... Redistribute the wealth, but like Robin Hood style, and then also just like forcefully. Mm-hmm. And I think the future is bright because I guess circling back to this cultural relevancy thing. Yeah, I was just about to tie tie that into it. Yeah, culture can be capital. That's the resource. Culture. People pay a lot of money for that. <laughs> they mm-hmm. will they will take an imitation of before they will respectfully ask <laughs> for. <laughs> Uh, right and that's why it's like fuck y'all asking for anything we're gonna tell you mm-hmm. how much it costs how much it costs and if you want it you're gonna you're gonna buy because that's the thing too that i underestimated about sales that i'm like learning about sales it's like if someone wants it like you tell they're them they're gonna pay it yeah like if they if they want what you're selling you're gonna pay it yeah so that's just like for anyone listening make sure you're charge more charge charge more charge more but put yourself out because that's hard too it's like you don't you can't just like make yourself like you know cost a certain amount of money for like your services and then not go telling anyone about them and then like wonder like who's gonna pay this it's like they're out there just like let people know what your service is and just know that whatever service you provide it is like tax at the house (laughs) and if they don't want you then i feel like maybe this is cliche like that abundance mindset you know like they're like okay well we're not gonna pay that well it's like someone will someone will someone fucking will someone will there's just a lot of transitional shit happening even in people when we're just talking about how people would like to work so many are burning destroying the whole nine to five monday through friday bullshit it's just 
It's not, that's not going to be a thing. That's just not going to be a thing that people want to partake mm-hmm. in. People will rather work several jobs and quit all of them before they go back to doing that. You just got to charge people. Understand that you're worth it. Understand that you're worth all of it. You, you are mm-hmm. worth getting the funds you need to survive. There's, you know, the trick is asking for it, right? The trick is pitching yourself. The trick is also finding like a sweet spot of like something that you like. Mm-hmm. But like, that's not your obsession. Yeah. I think if it's an obsession, you got to protect that. And like, if you can make money doing that, then awesome. But like, if I could do it again, hmm. I would do it the same way I've been doing it, which is what do I like to do? Mm-hmm. And and just keep a diverse portfolio of things you like to do. But that's the thing is like in this day and age, as a young people, that's actually effortless to do because of the way that like everything is so everything. Like yeah. everything it's natural. Is so everything. Yes, everything is so it everything. Is. <laughs> and the the natural it's it, it, like it's quote unquote natural now to like grow up in this age and have multiple interests, you know? Yeah. Like you could have you could be running three completely different Stan fan cam accounts on Twitter. Completely different. Completely and that's different your life. And that's what you do. If you accrue things that you like, this like is how I see it in my head. You have this mm-hmm. roster of things that you like, you can start picking, okay, what is like gonna what can I charge what do I feel what's my sweet spot you know of like it intersects I like it and I'm willing to do the work for it yeah and this is bringing me back to first of all you know I'm also that I'm also like abolish fucking working you know the way that we fucking do absolutely and I'm almost certain that this like system is crumbling and, and it's going to shut down. And like, I think the future really is mutual aid, but um, until that happens, we're doing this thing. We're, we're, we're finding stuff that like we can exchange for money. And yeah. I guess I'm just, I don't think it has to be our art. And I feel like it can be a, like some kind of service that we like to do. Um, and I think if you just keep diversifying that portfolio of like things you like, you're going to learn more about it and like be able to sell that. Mm-hmm. You think we could have more frank conversations about sales and like capitalizing on our shit as like radical anti-capitalist artists during? I think it's always an, uh, it's always an understanding of how resource works right now in our society and how, how disposable income works too. And just, there's only so many ways now currently as the people that we are in the society that we live in due to the various systems of oppression systems of oppression that we have to navigate through of moving money of moving resource that's just what we have to deal with right now and it ties back to just surviving so i think that yes we can it's like it's just like as opposed to the storytelling that celebrities or very rich people currently do like, yeah, get all this money so you can buy this car and buy this house and exploit these people. It's like, get this money so you can create a community and protect culture and protect people and serve people better. I think with just, just changing the mainstream perception of what money can do and, and changing it to more of a communal connection tool, using it as a tool in order to do the work, if that makes sense. I think that's like how it, you have to perceive it because it's still still going to be around. Like, I mean, 
we want it to go away. And I do believe one day it it has it was just not sustainable enough to stay around. But until that happens, we have to use it to help each other. I think so. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've kind of beaten us, right? Yeah, like they 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 really kind of beat you into like a low like meat patty or some shit yep. of like tenderized. Yes. You come raw as fuck, right? Of like yes. just getting all of the juice, like stealing all of our energy, stealing our juice. Yeah. Like they have us feeling guilty for like not wanting to work when the work is shitty. Yeah. The work is shitty. This is yeah. shitty work. Don't even fucking blink if you're about to tell me that like anybody wants to do any kind of work. No. No, like these are like, especially like um, retail and like service industry jobs where it's like brick and mortar. Like (laughs) I I know, right? Like I worked in service for like six, seven years and it's just like, these are shitty jobs, y'all. Like these are shit jobs. It's not that I don't like to work. You pay me to do the things you really, really don't want to do. That's literally the model. model (laughs) Millionaires too. Like that was my whole point before too. So it's just like... We have everyone thinking that they don't like to work either. You know what I mean? But it's mm-hmm. like, whatever this work thing is, it can be redefined and it can be whatever like you call it to be, right? And so yeah, it's just so over. fucked up. The, yeah. the, mm-hmm, the brainwashing of like, I don't want to go to school. I don't want to go to work. That makes me like lazy and I hate work and I hate studying. I don't think so. I really think people as human beings, just as children, right? If you look at kids, like they kids like to learn I mean they have to learn in survival ball so I feel like we love to learn we love to grow we love to know more Mm -hmm. and we love to work on things that we love to work on yeah like f you we love to work on the things we love to work on and when it comes to matters of discipline struggle bus like yes struggle bus and we all struggle bus struggle bus but we don't have to struggle bus alone. And so that yeah. always helps, you know, half the projects I've ever done, like I couldn't have done that if other people yes. were not also down for whatever we were doing. So like, don't even expect to go it alone. You yeah. know, don't even think you have to go it alone. Like stop yeah. trying to go it alone. I just hate that. Like they've done this, you know, we're yeah. like, because we're it's scared like- of working because we think we suck at it. Yeah. It's the, it's being productive, being productive, like, it has like so many negative connotations at this point because it's the pressure. It's, it's, yeah, it's being aligned with being exploited in some way, but being overly productive past the point of your comfort or your health even to be productive. That's where a lot of what a lot of the system is pushes into. But when I'm productive, like even when I'm just like cleaning up my house a bit or 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 moving get getting a bunch of rewards and shit on my video game i like put effort in that I, it's like it's casual it's fun but i'm still thinking and putting effort into it when i'm when we're having this space right now together and we're you know uh building into our community network of, of artists and like having these conversations like this is being productive this is productive work it's not just us ranting to each other over zoom even though that's totally okay to do we are being productive right now. When I work with my theater company, super, super great, fun times, being productive because we are doing something that makes us genuinely happy. There's nothing wrong with being productive if 
you're being, if you're, if you're achieving some sort of actual happiness of actual comfort. And in that, like, we don't, we, we have been marketed to what happiness looks like and what success is supposed to look like. And if you're not achieving this specific happiness and this specific success, and you're not showing all of us that you have achieved that, you haven't achieved anything. You actually have never done anything in your life productive. You suck. Like that's the story that's just been told us over and over again. We're just sick of hearing it. We're just really sick and tired of hearing it. And we don't, and we also refuse to tell it to each other, to for future generations. We refuse to tell it. So now it just has to be another option. There just has to be another option. Cause it's like, no, actually that shit sucks. I like being happy. I like having time to be productive in the way I want to be productive, be happy in the way I want to be happy, be successful in the way I, me and learning and, and loving my own self and my community, what that looks like specifically for me, not what you've told me it's supposed to look like. So I think it has a lot to do with agency, like in one's own productivity and community and knowing that you can be productive and be very positively impacting a community that you are also a part of as well. So yeah, I think it's taking a lot. It's just taking a lot of the story back. <laughs> it's taking a lot of the story. Mm-hmm. So much of it is story. So much of it is just what we've been told is supposed to happen. Yeah. I feel like you just redefine productivity, you know? Yeah. I feel like, <laughs> no, truly, but, but like needed because like how wacky then is it to think that you're being productive if you're not being productive? Because if you're running yourself into the ground, that's not a productive not, time. That is not productive. Now, listen, <laughs> yeah. If you're like KPI, this like the, the, the indicator to your boss is like, how profitable are you? Mm-hmm. Then they might say you're not productive, but what the fuck does that have to do with your actual life's productivity, right? What does that have to do with me? What the fuck does that have to do with me? Yes. Like tr- on, on like, on just like a natural biological, like organic fucking level of like, how is your spirit? How's your breath? How's your fluids? Right. How are your minerals? Like how wacky is it? What bullshit is it to even <laughs> think that you're not productive? Every day we wake up, we're creating a new fucking day. Like that is the, that's productive we're valid. at we're base. Productive. And then we decay. So until we yeah. decay, we are like generative, you know? <laughs> until- my body is producing all sorts of shit right now. It's producing my breath. When we're sleeping, our bodies are still like regenerating, healing. Yeah. yeah. So like what bullshit to think that because I was not profitable to you or even to myself or my bank account that I'm not productive. Like mm-hmm. maybe I don't want to produce things for you. Maybe that's what's happening. Maybe that is I am productive. I am capable of being extremely productive, but I don't want to produce anything for you. And that sounds like a beautiful fucking labor strike right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm like thinking about because you brought up like kids in a great way in this conversation and just like that whole like question of like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I feel like that's shifting. I feel it's not like a job. That's the answer. No, because everyone's the same answer. It's like being a YouTuber, being a TikToker. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, that's a sweet spot. Everyone, you're, these kids through your social media is like your entertainment and your sweet spot is what you like to do and what you'd like to make money doing. But don't get it twisted just because 
Fred over here or Beth or like Jade or Jasper is like, I want to be a TikToker. It doesn't mean they don't have other interests. Of course they do. They're just like, listen, if I could make money doing that, I would choose to do that. But that doesn't mean that their futures are shot. Like they're not already having a bunch of other interests that are like, just shut up and go compost your kid's future. You know? (laughs) Grow into that. Lean into that. Focus. Yeah. Just like tend to the garden. Stop playing the garden to like grow certain flowers and grow it here. Grow it there. Just seed that's in the dirt. It's not going to grow a vegetable. It's a flower. Just accept that it's a flower. Sow the damn oats. Shut up and sow the oats. Not a tomato. Yes. As a non-tomato, just bob happily as a non-tomato. Your job is to get it some sun. Some sun, some water, some love. Talk to it sometimes and boom, it's blooming. Mm-hmm. It's and awesome. we know that maybe that's not happening on like a giant scale, you know, yeah. and, and we're not parents. So it's also like, but listen, we're problem. speaking from the perspective of people who have been parented, I'm sure. And so we could be mentors in the future. We I fucks with the kids. I love the kids. I fuck with the kids. So <laughs> that's kids. where this is coming from. And it's just like, if you don't give it to us, we're going to take it. That's why all of these like crafty ideas of like, even me and my little cable over here, <laughs> devising, right? Right? I'm like devising a diabolical plan to pay my bills, run this theater company without having to like produce for people I don't want to produce for. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't have an answer yet, but guess the fuck what? I'm like, there will be one devising, <laughs> bitch. I'm taking a bath. I'm watching the challenge. Boom. I'm washing boom, boom. dishes, concocting what I is going to be the way. And yes. for damn sure, like, if we keep at it, maybe this is hubris now, but I'm like, it's there. It's, it's, not, there. it's happening and it's going to, it's happening and it will spread. It's, it's happening. happening. It'll spread. We'll teach spread. each other how we do it. Yeah. I wrote it's this all about thing. being collective. I, I, I've just started to swell with a confidence. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where is this coming from? <laughs> where is and, all this coming from? <laughs> okay. So I wrote this down. I found it in my notes. As long as you keep learning... You will always find value in practicing something. Mm, And if I find value in it, I will do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so if I just become a little bit closer every day or not, it's loopy um, in terms of like what I want to keep learning about. Mm -hmm. If you find your joy in learning not because learning is fun yeah but because the thing you want to learn about is something that you're like interested in right so like let's just be clear about the source of that joy it's not because we're like so good at fucking learning and taking notes and whatever but it's the thing that you want to learn about with learning comes practicing right there's no Mm -hmm. way that and we all know this on intuitive levels i think like you don't need to go to college to fucking understand that to while you're learning if you practice it like it will help your learning Mm -hmm. And in that realm accrues these skills, right? Mm -hmm. And so if you find value in the thing, find value in learning about the thing, have been able to show up for what you value, Mm -hmm. I think there's some kind of sustainable loop in there. Yeah, because you're just showing up for yourself. Like that that interest, that connection, that's you. That's you seeing a part of you that you've, haven't explored or like you've dreamt into you're like oh here's an actual like thing that directly connects to that thing I was like thinking about the other day Mm -hmm. like there's something 
about you that draws you to the thing that keeps you invested in learning about the thing and encourages you to practice the thing mm-hmm. and find value in it. That's you. That's you just showing up for you and you are a sustainable, valid thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And then it's like, don't overcomplicate it, right? Like don't overcomplicate it. If you found it's something, y- yes, because yes, there's work and play in life. You know, even if it's things like self-care is work for me. I don't know about you, but self-care makes me feel good in terms of when I say self-care, I should be more specific. I mean, self-grooming. Mm. When I groom myself, I feel like I'm yes. taking care of myself, but it is work for me, y'all. Like, yes. it is truly another chore sometimes yeah, for me to have- Like this. Yes, right. So it's like, let's loosen up a little bit on like what work is sometimes mm-hmm. work is a means to an end and like I guess if we get over the fear of the work you know just that anxiety of like having to work coupled with this like I value this I want to learn more about this um and because I find it valuable I want to like contribute to it mm-hmm. I think that fear lies into you know the whole like grading system and the whole fear so much failure. When it's like, mm-hmm. that doesn't, failure doesn't even have to be a part of the conversation when you're just embracing something about yourself. Mm-hmm. Really. And we treat ourselves like comfy. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, it's just like, you don't have to su- like succeed or like this, this, this has to be the best thing or this has to make so much money. It's like, you're interested in this. Enjoy it. That <laughs> part. That's it. Right. Just enjoy. Yeah. And we treat ourselves like Humpty Dumpty, I feel like. And I know that we are all on the brink of something honestly yes. um living this life but also like roll around like crack <laughs> roll crumble around. melt Rustle. disintegrate you know get lost on your mm-hmm. bed in your darkness room like we yes, yes this human experience you know like very and, and, and i think like that's maybe what comes up for me when you say like just vibe there's something to the fact that your own values fuel what you like what you're learning about fuels your skills fuels you being good at that shit you either you're good at it and or you love it but listen no one wants to work with somebody who doesn't like what they're doing and it shows Mm -hmm. so if you're enthusiastic about it the odds are you're already a pretty good candidate honestly because it's about energy at the end of the day like your boss doesn't want to hate going into meetings with you every day and that's that's really it because people are people at the end of the day so it's like if you're enthusiastic about it like that's already a huge leg up yes yes and then charge for it yeah. charge extra if mm-hmm. these folks are white maybe and mm-hmm. can can and and can well, and speaking about influencers and listen to one of my favorite podcasts the friend zones and they were talking about they were talking about black influencers not asking for the same amount as white influencers and them just being like yeah okay like just shortchanging yourself because you don't think you can ask for that much but you can and you should and you must and yeah maybe a white tax, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's having, it's understanding the value. It's understanding the value and the, and how valid you are. Yeah. Self-employed makes sense. You, I mean, that means you call all the shots. <laughs> yeah. Which listen includes having to do your own taxes. That's for sure. But taxes suck anyways. So yes, it's impossible. <laughs> Like nothing is impossible. Like lawyers know this best. Everything is written somewhere because it has to be. Because <laughs> like has to be. Yeah. Um, has because to be. things are systemic. 
So if the system wants to be able to process things, which means like they're controlling it, then they have to like make shit available um, in writing. And, and yeah. lawyers know this best. So like, if you want to learn anything, like you can't. If you want to yeah. find anything, you can. Yeah. And if it's not there, you actually can write about the fact that it's not there and you can learn about why it's not there. Yes, yes. Absolutely. I just wish it's the fucking, uh, the time and the space, the time and the space and the energy, the time and the space and the energy, the time and the space yeah. and the energy, the time and the space and the energy. And I think that's also why everything's going to implode because what's got to give is the time, the space and the energy mm-hmm. and the systems are not giving that. So, and it's the way the world is trying to push and yeah. it will just take it because yeah. it's just going to implode. How is this not going to implode, anybody? <laughs> like, don't gaslight me into thinking that this is going to go this way for the next hundred years. Like, no. Like, no what vibes. are you talking about? No, those are not the vibes. Those are <laughs> vibes. Not it. That's not insane. where we're going. That's like, my friends who right now are in their graduating year, yeah. their university hasn't even updated the graduation page. And graduation is in, like, four months. It's, like, last year's graduation stuff. Like, it's this is not going to go on for too long. It's not when we know that bullying works too. Like not when we found that, that, that it does. It's that like, it oh, does. we can just tell you y'all suck over and over again. You'll be like, okay, well, listen. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Retweeting fires people. Retweeting saves lives. <laughs> and it's like, wow. Wild. It's connecting with each other. It's the means of connecting with each other are so immediate so on our fingertips so it's very easy to call some bullshit out and it's very easy for a whole group of people to back you up in like the next second (laughs) that honestly just made my heart like thump like (laughs) my heart fluttered i know my heart literally fluttered soaking that truth in we're supported immediately we all can be right there for each other even in even in with what Art Red's doing with mutual aid and, and distributing that, I mean, it's an it, it's in an instant. Mm-hmm. Technology, how it is, it's in. We don't need to go through this institution to figure out how to distribute. Like, just send it directly. It's direct impact. It's direct conversation. You and me right now. It's direct sharing of this conversation after you edit and and post this shit. You know, like mm-hmm. it's all so when we realize collectively. What mm-hmm. is not serving us and how it's refusing to serve us. We cannot help but look at other options to survive. Like we can we just we're like, well, we won't survive this way. So as a human being trying to survive, I literally have to do something else. It, it, it's just not working. And the kicker is not only do I not want to be there, I mm-hmm. love being here. Love so it. this brings out the best out of me. Mm-hmm. I show up for it more just because that's me showing up for me because I like it. Yes. You know, like the Red Bull commercial where they boom, just get wings and fly, bitch. <laughs> Toodles. Goodbye. Toodles. See you never. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, God, my, 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 my strategy war brain is like, first of all, of course, the enemy is frightened out of their wits because it's like <laughs> right now there's no desire. It's just money. Yeah. Like we are working for you, producing for you because money It's not because we like you. We have proximity to you. On your dime, I'm tweeting about fuck this. And I wish <laughs> this institution and establishment burns in hell. So like, I'm not on your side. 
That's for sure. You think you're, I'm not on your side, buddy. I have to be here because you literally set up everything to make me stay right here. But just know I'm flipping you off while I stay. Hell yeah. In the challenge, when we go into the voting booth, I am pressing your death. I'm sending you down to the elimination round and I'm making sure you go home. You go home. Are you not coming back next season? Uh -uh. You're Uh -uh. not coming back next season. No, because you don't have the numbers. (laughs) You don't have the numbers. You don't have the numbers, not in this house. And we just smile and collect the money because we're going to collect the money and then we're going to go into that room and vote your ass out. Yeah, it's a wrap. If social media has taught me anything, it's that social movements like critical mass. Mm-hmm. If you can achieve a critical mass, it's physics. There's nothing you can do to stop it. Black Lives Matters movement has shown and that's just that's not going anywhere. Black Lives Matter no. is not going anywhere. <laughs> and, and even any other organization doing um like resistant work, like mm-hmm. our predecessors, goddamn, they were smart. Cause you know, <laughs> they 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 sold the oats, goddamn. Yeah. They said, they said Bob, eventually Bob, this Bob. gonna work out. Eventually, yeah. they said it's gonna fucking work out. Like they knew, and so they laid what they could. They wrote what they could. They left us these writings. <laughs> the minute we can turn on you, we are like, are you fucking stupid? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I just God bless like the mutual aid work happening, and also just like the 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 pulse of like our generations and younger. Mm-hmm. thinking craftily about like it's like in class you know how can i cheat on this assignment it's like how can i cheat this system mm-hmm. and the the brain pot is stirring it is growing we are all contributing to it with all these conversations every time we have them mm-hmm. i think that keeps me like hopeful bro just Good. rejuvenated so goddamn almost offensively appallingly confident <laughs> that the end is your end is near your mm-hmm. end is nigh mm-hmm. i i think personally i pull i put a lot of faith in in humanity i think i do and People i just, are just cooler when they're free <laughs> just work i'm like as soon as you're shown the option of something better you must you have to take it you have to take it and and then when you're shown the option and you take it and there's someone there like ready to be there for you too. Like, it's just like, Oh, well, fuck yeah. I'm gonna take this other choice. I'm gonna take this other choice. We're going to take these choices together and thrive. So I have a lot, I have a lot of hope. I'm like, a, I mean, like on a spiritual, super spiritual level, I was just like, I, I don't, and I don't know if this is like a thing. And I really do wonder this. I've always felt like something like this was going to happen in my lifetime. Like even as a little kid, I just was like, something, I'm going to experience some, some big shit. And like, probably it has to do with the fact that, you know, we have not had a chill really moment in like existing, like since being super little and, you know, having like remembering 9-11 happening and then coming into adult and realizing how much suffering that instance in, in the American narrative, like cause for so many other people in the world and then like having that connectivity and then just learning more and more. It's just like, I just, it was already coming to a boiling point. I just knew I was going to be here for that. Cause it just kept, it was, I was just like, when I keep hearing about these chill times in the, in the past, you know, in, in a white frame, in a white frame, of course, but I keep hearing about this chillness. I'm 
experiencing chillness and I am I'm too small for this. And now it's like I'm adult and it's really not fucking chill. And it's like for a reason, because these systems can't sustain themselves. And they have to end and people are done. We're just done. We're just collectively like we're done. And Y2K got parties. Y2K got ragers. We have Zoom Mafia Night. Hey, come through. Not this weekend, but next. Come dressed as a suspicious character. But um, yeah, like we really, that's a really great point. We really have had no chill. Like, There's been no chill at all. So I'm just wondering. So then, <laughs> so I was just wondering. I was wondering if anybody else felt this type of way because. <laughs> I just always been like, I just remember my little ass Joe just looking around being like, this shit is not, this is not fucking, it's like, okay, well, I guess. Like, I- is that popsicle sticks held together by some chewed up gum? Is that what's holding this together? Is it? It seems very unstable, very fragile. <laughs> right. Cause people getting hurt left and right. Like how is yeah, that supposed so much, to last? So much. That doesn't make any sense. So much exposure to pain, a weird veil of other people's pain that you're just supposed to like believe in. And and there's something internally in you that's just like, this doesn't make sense, but okay. And then it's just like, oh, okay. That was, that was the veil. That, that was the veil. Got it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I I wonder if we've talked about this before, but because I feel like I'm getting deja vu, but Mm. well, first of all, the gall of certain communities of white folks to be like surprised you know what I mean like we could be surprised you and me Jeray, when we're fucking 10 we could be surprised that some weird catastrophic things keep happening um yeah seeing our parents like just lifestyles like fluctuate with the times being fluctuating and it's just and China just makes sense of that normalize it but yeah. first of all just the gall of any fucking colonizer to be like whoa this That's is what crazy, right? It's like, <laughs> how would you cut out? How would you stop doing what you're doing? And maybe this shit would stop. Maybe, maybe I wouldn't be here actually surprised by what you're doing. <laughs> exactly. Like, whoa, like, why is this market crashing? And whoa, what? What? What the fuck? Where the did you put all the drugs? Money? Where the did you put on poverty? What? what? People, there's a famine? Since when? That's crazy. We send troops overseas? That's going to start like, what? That's wild. The ocean is really that bad. Oh my God. People tried to tell you. (laughs) People have been telling you, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to share that like horoscope that you had? Yeah. If you have it pulled up, you can, if you want, I can read it too. I sent it to you. Yeah, I did, I think. So Jeray sent me um, from one of the astrologers, Dela? Yeah. I forget her exact name. But it's Zora Horoscope. She writes for... Her first name's Ashley. Okay. I'll just say Ashley, this. Ashley I'll just DJ. Say, Ashley DJ. And she writes uh, for Zora on Medium. And okay. Yeah, so in this, for the horoscope for uh, this past week, um, it says, it's important to know what we truly need to survive. After last week's harrowing weather and lack of concern from the state and federal government, it's clear that we are on our own. All we have is each other. 
If we want the world to change, it has to start with us. Burrowing your head in the sand isn't going to help you. Figure out exactly what you need. Make the list. Should you arrive at a moment where you're in need, you have to be able to articulate what you need quickly. This isn't passive energy. You have to do something if you want to actualize it. I think, and also in asking for what you need, knowing that, trusting that you have support to get what you need if in asking. I think that's, mm-hmm. I think that's important to include too. Especially because don't, it's like, we don't even, don't like, let's not even freak out. Like, do they exist? Because what if they don't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you asking, you creating that into the world, that creates new possibilities like you create Mm -hmm. those possibilities or or you don't create the possibility Mm -hmm. so even if you don't even you can't even imagine who would be able to answer that call Mm -hmm. to to ask is what they don't want you to do so they don't want you to ask they definitely don't want you to demand (laughs) what you're owed but they definitely don't want you to ask so ask them Mm-hmm. And I love to make the lists. Make make the list. It, it helps helps to actualize. Really, when you just lay it out there, you're just like, oh, it makes it more tangible. It just makes it way more tangible than like it just turning in your head. Yeah. It's important to know what we truly need to survive. Name it. Name it. Name it. Name it. Yes. Just claim it. Name it. Claim it. Name it. Claim it. Reframe it. God damn it. Game it. <laughs> well, Jure. Yes. What do you think? Should we should we bring this episode to a close? Yeah, sure. Is there anything else? I mean, honestly, we had some stuff that we were messaging back and forth, like over the week. Like, mm-hmm. so I guess maybe I'll just make a little shout out. You want to make any shout outs to the topics we can get to today? I'm going to shout out the fucking dangerous as entertainment industry and like who let that just become so naturally dangerous what 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 why why are why are why is it normal for kids to be like warned about wanting to enter entertainment like why yeah uh and connecting with the the britney doc and all, all. so the much doc, unveiling. dan schneider <sighs> yeah fuck them all you fuck Fuck them all. Fuck them all. Fuck them all. all. Yeah. And also, um, Kendall Jenner's new tequila business. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you know what, though? I actually had someone message me um, while I was, like, sharing those stories. And they were like, Mm. I don't understand. Um, And they were coming from a good place. So just to, like, do that justice. Um, they were expressing, I don't under, really understand, like, she's not the first white person to, like, come out with the tequila. Like, why are they bashing her? And just, like, even though she didn't technically, like, do anything, like, wrong, wrong. And we had a great discussion. Um, and they were like, very receptive. And one of the things that came up for me was, like, times. It's the times. The, the, the these are not the times some times <laughs> ago, right? These times mm-hmm. are these times. And in these times, patience for which people are getting richer is like wearing really thin. And second of all, that normal on which her not doing anything particularly wrong, where that rests, that bar, that bar is not there anymore. Mm-mm. That bar is like reversed down, underground, right turn, left turn, stoplight. Wait, <laughs> then cross. Exactly. It's like 
somewhere the fuck else. The bar is like you need to be actively contributing to the conversation, to these efforts or bust. It's literally like at this point we're looking, you know, when we're talking about celebrity death and things like that, but really any person who's extremely privileged, especially financially. So it's like, well, they're not doing anything wrong. Well, it's like, what are they doing right? What are they doing for me or or anyone really? And if yeah. it's nothing, why are we talking about this? <laughs> if it's nothing, why, why even give it any attention? Exactly. And I feel like what Jare is hitting on is that like, oh, this game of me just being like enthralled by you impressing me with <gasps> some kind of like level of something spectacular. Applaud this? Am I supposed to be like, wow? Yeah, but like, I'm not impressed. I'm impressed by Black Girl Mighty running this fucking Instagram account. I still don't know how they do it. I really don't know how they do it. I'm just going to send her money when I can because I don't know how she's doing it, but she's still doing it. So here we are. That's There's impressive. Too There's too many other people to pay attention to who are not just being privileged and mediocre. This is the way to weird. It's like, what's the word? Like, um, um, like circumscribed? No, jeopardize? No, um, asterisk, you know, like A-Rod in the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Like, it just, it just does. Mm-hmm. Just like everything I do needs to be contextualized in the privileges that I have. Yeah. That is the world we live in. What the mm-hmm. fuck? Like, what do you mean you're upset that people aren't giving you all your flower crowns for like launching your business to do blah, 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 blah. Like, it's like you've off made of what you made money yeah. and you literally be happy with that. You don't need me to approve, adore you, idolize you for making money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also I would say I was like, if I want to escape somewhere, I'm either going on TikTok for the super relatable relatability or I'm going completely fictional and like animation world or like, you know, storytelling. Like I'm not escaping to seeing someone who in real life with their privilege just got richer. That's not my choice of escaping. It's not yeah. my choice of dreaming. It shouldn't be awkward. It should be awkward. It should it's be awkward. awkward. It should be awkward to be rich in a world like this. It feels awkward to be middle class and lower middle class in a world like this. It you know, like it's very surprising through this pandemic how people just be like Got it all, babe. Still traveling. And it's just like, wow, that's crazy that you even want to tell us that. (laughs) I can't control whether or not you do it. I hope you wouldn't. But there's another step to want to tell me that and expect a positive response. That's a big ask. The huge ask. That is a big ask. That is a big ask. Because what are you doing for us? I don't... In those charities, I'm not convinced. I want to see some action. (laughs) I know, like, if y'all are handling so much money to charity, what is up with the status quo? When I be learning about mutual aid and charity, I realized, truly, like, I had, like, brain-struck, thunderstruck moments of, like, that makes the charity is just upholding all of this, too. It's excusing. It's excusing... It's excusing the hierarchy. It's excusing the distance. It's excusing right. the separation. It's like, will I give? I would like you to give a fuck. I would actually like you to care. Right. And I would like for that money to go to maybe somebody who like needs another night at their hotel because they just got evicted versus this person's salary. This person's salary to basically keep 
telling the world that this is a problem. Right. And it's not that person's <laughs> fault. Right. You know, it's not the salary person's fault, but, but I'm not invested in that system. So I'm not going to advocate for that system locking all those employees in to, to do this distribution of funds, but like where, and that's, what's wild. It's like, there's so much that needs all that help. Like right <laughs> fucking down your street, New York, LA. It's, it's literally hiring people to do your community service. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like save my is. community. You just, you're it just hiring is. people to do your community service. Yes. And that shit becomes another job at a fucking restaurant. Honestly, it is another job when it's like that. Mm-hmm. Like I could, and the people could be a saving grace, but I feel like, well, we can't get that confused with what this is really though. Cause mm-hmm. these same people could be killing it outside these systems too. Yeah. And these few institutions will have us like, it'll trick me into being grateful for like bringing me together with people. But I'm like, no, you don't get that credit. No, because we still had to go out of our way to make sure that this day was going to be enjoyable for everyone involved. You did not play hand in that system Mm -hmm. and how much you're paying all of us. Y'all did not have a hand in us enjoying our time together, even in this shitty job. Mm -hmm. So you don't get that credit for bringing us together. Mm-mm. we can put that as a topic work culture <laughs> work culture all right well thank you for tuning in and we will see you uh well you'll hear us next week um is there anything that you want to like plug Jure? plug nah i i feel i feel good in my life and and i'm happy in what is progressing love (laughs) love 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 super specific just great great vibes yeah (laughs) i'm like checking my calendar on the the go ahead and plug plug. you got stuff um next Mm -hmm. next weekend i'm trying to just do like a fucking game night Mm -hmm. la mafia night because i'm craving it and i know i just just want to play some games play Mm-hmm. and um, see some folks in our community again outside any other context besides suspicious characters and <laughs> shooting the shit mm-hmm. and accusing each other of murder murder yes I think that's about it for me good good shit we're signing off everybody good morning good night good afternoon bye bye <laughs> bye bye <laughs>